You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan. Hey, welcome back to the SA Weekly Talk Show. Really excited. I've got Michelle from Pink Colors and her husband, Doug, hanging out in the background. We've got Beauties and the Brain, all in one complete show. Um, we're going to be talking about how to go out. What's going on, Doug, buddy? Uh, we're going to actually go out and talk about how to hire a virtual assistant, the things you need to know, the things you may not know that you want to ask, and what's the best practice. Um, and Michelle and I are going to dive in and, and talk about the pros and cons of hiring a VA, uh, also known as a virtual assistant or a virtual office. A uh, little background on Michelle. She owns a company called Pink Collars. She's out of the D.C. metro area, but handles all time zones in the U.S. and Canada, has clients, and been doing this for a few years uh, with the SA Ecosystem Service Autopilot. Uh, but has been in the industry for uh, since 2010. So if my math serves me right, that's about eight years. Um, specializing in the tree, lawn, and landscape industries, but also starting to dabble in home cleaning and home services as well. Uh, so she's got some really interesting perspective of a lot of different service-based industries, but their core commonalities as well. Um, so we're going to go in and uh, basically take a look at her knowledge base, understanding the workflow and managing a virtual office. Um, right down to phone calls, emails, website requests, text messages, and with a lot of the social media, your Facebook, your Yelps, and Angie's list as well. Um, previous In her previous life, before uh, virtual assistance, a virtual office, she had 15 years in the commercial construction area. Um, once in a while, sporting a uh, yellow construction cap or hard hat, as she calls it. But um, hopefully that did some justice to the introduction here. And... Um, Michelle, if people haven't heard about you or heard about your service, uh, would you mind giving us a little background on you and uh, what you do? Sure. Sure. Like you mentioned, I worked in commercial construction for a number of years, about 15 to be exact. And in 2009, when the economy took a turn for the worse here in D.C. for sure, and then around the country, um, I found myself without a job. I was also in the midst of a divorce. So the timing for my personal and professional life and in 2010, I decided to say yes to something um, that was not within my skill set. And instead of passing it off and thinking, no, that maybe not fit with uh, my model of what I thought my life would be, I said yes to it. And that was a small business um, in Colorado, right outside of Denver. And I started answering phones for them and worked for them for a number of years. And they have become kind of the backbone client of our business. Um, so we've in uh, virtual administration, helping small companies become larger and helping big companies become more efficient. Awesome. I know, I know this has been a really hot topic, especially in the service industry of late. Um, what is a virtual assistant and how can they help my business? So uh, you kind of touched on it and it's, it was, it's pretty interesting uh, from the itty bitty company that the solo entrepreneur all the way up to maybe the multi-million dollar company up. Uh, different companies, especially with the cloud-based technology is looking to outsource this um, and take a look at it. And uh, one of the things I really want to dive in right off the bat, and if you're watching live or recorded, please drop any comments or questions below. Uh, Michelle, uh, myself, and Doug will be keeping keep a look at the feed, even if it's recorded to answer some of these questions. So feel free to hop, any, hop in with any questions if you're watching live. But Michelle, one of the first things I wanted to dive in is um, in association to time and repetitive tasks. Um, how to handle and still make money while providing quality service. And I know a virtual assistant, uh, when you're looking for a virtual assistant, this is one of the big things 
touch points that people are looking at. So would you mind diving in and just saying, uh, give it some background using a VA, how does that clear up time and uh, clearing up these repetitive tasks on your schedule? Yeah, well, we found that with the advent of technology, there used to be one way for every person to get to a small business. You used to just call the business owner on the phone. And now we realize that there's phone, there's email, forms, there's text, there's marketing outlets, and there's social media. So there are six, even more ways uh, for customers to find your business online. And try to manage each and every one of those channels just becomes overwhelming very quickly. Um, when you're a small business, you start out by yourself and you hire kind of getting the work done. But being able to manage that workflow and being able to take those customers in to support not only yourself, but now your staff becomes super overwhelming very quickly. And um, we find that, you know, saving time and doing those repetitive tasks, talking, responding to emails and text messages, um, dealing with website forms and, you know, being present on social media and being available becomes invaluable for your business. Yeah, and I, I couldn't agree anymore. So especially being up in the Northeast, one of the things that we struggle with in my business at least is the ability to manage all those social media channels, especially in a major snowstorm. Um, I don't care if it's the business owner or uh, the business manager or even, even girls and guys in my office, uh, we, we do candidly struggle when we have those major events to be able to manage those different outlets. So I could definitely see the advantage of outsourcing such a, a service um, such as a virtual assistant, not only to handle the phone calls, the emails and text messages, but to manage all those social media outlets as well. Um, if that's something um, that, that a business owner is looking at. So if you're going out, to, if you're looking at this, you're new in the game, you just started a business, or you're saying, you know what, I don't want to do with this, this office I have now, and I want to reinvent myself. What would be your best bet going out to ask someone uh, question wise, is there a core group of things they should be managing or is there a certain checklist of things they should be looking at when they're, they're going out to hire a prospective VA uh, in association to these different channels that, that you guys are handling, just like pink collars? Yeah, I mean, I think right out of the gate, they need to have some sort of CRM that kind of functions as the, the hub for everyone in which to work under. So whether you're out in the field, whether you're in the office or whether it's 10 o'clock at night and you're on the couch just trying to figure the day, it's information to be shared and to be accessed by everyone on the team. So your VA needs to be able to access whatever CRM you're using um, and be able to knowledgeably utilize the systems that you want to set up in place. Um, we often get guys that, you know, want to do group text messaging. And so we set that up for folks so that they have the ability to see in real time what's happening in the customer you know, field, you know, what's happening on those phone calls or emails, and then how that translates into information that has to get to the field immediately. Um, so you would for sure want your VA to be technologically be able to run whatever software platform you choose to run your business on. Okay, so it sounds like you're constantly starting to buy back time. So whether the guys and girls are in the field, cutting lawns, cleaning homes, uh, we're keeping them in the loop what's going on. They've got a pulse in their business. Um, and we're allowing them to provide quality work and be attentive to what they're doing in the field while the, the, the most important part uh, outside of providing the service is having that communication with the customer. So VA is actually going to bridge that gap. 
Um, you mentioned the CRM. We I, are. Yeah, we're going to stand. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're good. No worries. Um, you mentioned CRM. So if anybody's watching what that is, it's a customer relationship management software. So that could be just data entry for customers. It could be billing, scheduling, or uh, if you're using a product like Service Autopilot or looking at it, that could be an all-encompassing uh, platform that could handle all those. And if you tie in with a VA um, that is tech-savvy enough to use a platform like that or a similar product, um, I think that would be the key things, judging from what you just said, that you'd be looking at. And tying into that, uh, buying back some time and enabling that growth to scale a business. Um, hiring a VA may be a lot easier, I'm guessing, and I'm, I'm interested in your perspective on it, than actually going out and hiring that office staff. So uh, a lot of the companies that run in my circles are anywhere from two to maybe five people in the office. And I know whenever we have turnover in our little masterminds group, we're talking, um, for us, that's just an absolute nightmare to restaff that. Now, we built some automated process around that in my office that have helped, but at the end of the day, still going out and recruiting and, and training and, and vetting those people for your office can be a, just a time suck and take away from that time in the field of doing estimates or fulfilling the work. So as you're going in to hire a VA, um, what's, your, what's, what's your thoughts around that as being a growth engine to scale a business even quicker if you're looking to scale a business as fast as possible? Or typically the first person you hire is somebody in the field to help you fulfill services. You, you can't do it all yourself. And so you hire employee number one and that person is in the field with you. But immediately upon hiring them, you need to increase the growth and the volume in your business. So it becomes re relatively apparent right, that you gotta have some help um, in managing that volume. And so the ability to scale becomes super important in the fact that you know the VA might be able to take on far more tasks than you think at the beginning. You think, well, they're just gonna answer the phone, process emails, do website forms, but they can be ordering material, be scheduling for equipment maintenance, they can be running calendars for other types of milestones in your business, whether they're marketing um, initiatives that you would like to take care of. So these things all become growth factors for the company that they can be working on in a quiet and dedicated space where you may not provide that for them right off the bat when you're small and you're trying to scale. Wow. So I mean, that's a, it's an interesting perspective. So instead of being out in the truck or the service vehicle or even the estimate car with your laptop or your mobile, um, you, you've got dedicated support so that the business owner now can concentrate on growing and scale that business while the VA um, is going to handle that. I, I honestly didn't, exactly. uh, and I didn't realize that, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, apparently some VAs, and it sounds like yourself, um, are actually fluent enough in some of these platforms, such as Service Autopilot, to actually go out um, and accept right from the lead acquisition, whether it's the website, uh, the office intake for a phone call, or maybe even a request off an estimate for Facebook. Um, you're taking that in and working a sales process inside uh, that select CRM to actually create a customer fulfillment. And then it sounds like maybe even following up on the estimate, if you win the estimate, uh, you're actually able to schedule and set up the, the service within some parameters maybe the, the business owner sets. Is that correct? Absolutely. Whether it's a financial milestone that he wants to reach every day or it's a scheduling milestone. I mean, it just depends. We understand when we get hired how to uh, really utilize the service area map in an efficient way to route people efficiently. Um, so we understand how to keep crews and salespeople together area 
typically the owner is the owner, the estimator, the crew mobilizer. He kind of does everything. And so um, how to use the software, how to see kind of a helicopter view of the business and what not only the week or the day is going to look like, but what the month year might look like in terms of um, scheduling. And that becomes super important um, to be able to scale the business because you can, as the owner, look back at all of that. Okay, we're kind of missing the mark in these areas, and this is where we need to kind of focus our marketing efforts in these particular areas of town or in these particular areas of service where we're really making our money. And the VA can help, you know, extract all of that information out of Service Autopilot for you um, and be able to give you, you know, about your business, which really helps you be able to scale so much more quickly because you're an informed now <laughs> about what you need to do to scale. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Want a free guide to secrets of simple growth automation? Head over to www.startsimplegrowth.com and click Get Started. We'll deliver our guide to your messenger. Plus, enter to win a free estimator chatbot. Yeah, it, 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 the way you framed that, it got me thinking very similar to uh, Michael Gerber. We, you may have mentioned this sometime we had talked, but uh, a lot of people are working in the business, not on the business, and trying to scale it out. So it, if you had a VA uh, that, that's intelligent enough and skilled, had a skill set with the CRM to do that, they can give you that big picture. So I know a lot of times as business owners, even myself, uh, when I was back on the truck and trying to get off that truck, I'd have my head in the day-to-day -day operations and not see the big picture. Yeah. So I can almost see as a VA is almost an accountability feature to an extent of letting you know where you're at on a high 40,000 square foot overview if the business owner is still tied up in the day-to-day -day firefighting the business. Um, so that, that would seem to be a huge benefit. Um, and then just, oh, go ahead. It is, it, it absolutely is. And employees, you know, when you start hiring employees, as you know, once you start scaling and you're not working in the business, you're working on it, you become, um, it, it becomes less of a, of a service provider that you fulfill and you're more managing people. I think the good thing about hiring a service like ours is that it takes that customer service piece off of your management plate. You already have, you know, managing of equipment, managing of supplies, managing of materials, managing of people to, you know, deliver the services in the field. And to have a consistent customer service experience for your business does leaps and bounds uh, to set you apart from your competitors. Um, and that that's where we really feel that we shine, is where our employees are and how they interact. Okay. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, I, I, the things I'm picking up is just the level of the ability to concentrate and actually growing the business while somebody else handles the part of the business a lot of people struggle with. Um, so obviously one of the benefits I'm thinking up front is no office required. Um, so yeah. if there is no office required, I'm assuming there's got to be significant cost savings, um, whether it's tax implications, unemployment, um, probably some other things I'm not thinking about. So would you mind speaking to that? If someone is going to uh, look at this virtual assistant option, um, whether it's in the beginning or transfer from existing office. What, what are the uh, pros and cons of actually doing that as far as a cost savings um, and may, maybe a system process? Well, like you said, no office required really starts the ball rolling as far as cost, or cost savings are concerned. 
Um, when you hire a company like ours, you don't have to have an office space dedicated for that person that's quiet and organized and have the ability to do that customer service and handle that volume that you need. Um, you don't have to train or support our staff. We're already service autopilot trained and vetted. We um, understand the platform. We understand all of the ins and outs of the platform and how to utilize it the most efficient way possible. Um, our business model is a team-centric model where we have teams of people working in regions of the country. So you start off with one of our team leads and that kind of introduces you to our And once the team lead identifies kind of the level of volume, what your business really requires, what you as a business owner need in terms of support, we kind of customize for you. And then we assign somebody within that team in that um, service area that can handle all of the things that your business may need. I think that sets us, the person works on your business every single day. It's not a group of people in a, you know, background with a lot of chatter. It's a dedicated person that's sitting in their home, working in a comfortable, dedicated space that can really help to um, support your business and take care of your customers in a really positive way so that the interaction that you have with them once you get to the door to deliver the services is automatically and already set in a positive tone. Well, and, and I don't maybe this be, might be a little off base, but I mean, the one thing that just hit me in the head was all the clatter, the clutter and clatter in the background, the noise, uh, the chaos. And the first thing that just hit my mind was, man, that sounds like a call center. Uh, but it sounds like it's a completely different experience from a VA to a call center. Um, and maybe it, in my opinion, listening to this is one of the things you may want to go out and, and, and ask when you're doing this is, is this a call center or is it a regional specific service similar to Pink Colors where they may know some of the region specific. So maybe the north, we're dealing with bulge. Down in the south, we're dealing with pine straw, different types of trees and headaches. Um, but I really like that approach, in my opinion, is, is it's more customer centric and it's a more personalized service. So you're not literally just trying to stall some time out so the business owner can respond, you're actually filling some of these time gaps and buying time back for uh, the customer in that perspective. So I think that's a really interesting uh, play on it. Um, so if you don't mind breaking down, and I don't know if I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but uh, what are the good, the bad, the ugly of call centers versus VAs? And what would be the difference? Because honestly, I, I was not exactly aware of some of these uh, slight differences until we started talking today. Sure, well, everybody knows uh, placed into a call center. Um, we all know what that sounds like. like. Typically, sometimes English is not their primary language. Like, primary, like, a, lot, a lot of uh, of chatter in the background. And you as the customer, when you're trying to interact with the business, it's very challenging because you know that all you're being right now is you're being stalled. And you really want to get in front of the in front of the customer or in front of the business owner as the customer understand what's happening with your job as the homeowner and so to be stalled like that is really challenging and it, it leaves kind of a, a bad taste in the customer um, when they call and they get a live person that is from that region that has that same um type of background and understands the services lives close somebody that does um, it's a whole different experience for the end user, for the customer. Um, and then having the ability to look at Service Autopilot or any of the CRMs that you might work on 
and know exactly where that customer is in the process with the interaction of that business, that's massively important. Did I pay my bill? Are you coming next Friday? Am I on the schedule? You know, all of those tiny questions that owners get peppered with all day long. Um, that's really where we stand far in a call center because we can answer all of those questions on that very first interaction with the business. Well, and I know we've got a little bit of chatting here, so I, I won't uh, push the envelope too much, but uh, I know you've got obviously a very compressed schedule. Michelle, I appreciate you coming on. Um, definitely want, want to give you a chance if, if people want to reach out to you, they're interested in pink callers, uh, how, how do they get a hold of you for is your basically virtual office um, for service autopilot uh, members that are looking to go down this road or at least explore it? Well, you can call Doug. He's a very good looking guy over here to my left. Um, he <laughs> is head of all of our sales and you can talk to him about all of our services. You can reach him via our website, www.pinkcollars.com. There's contact form on there for you to fill out if you have any questions or you can text him directly at 703-405-8344 and put that up on uh, our Facebook page as well. All right, and I just I put that in the uh, the live feed notes there, so the website is on there, uh, pinkcollars.com. So if you want to click that link, that'll get you to, uh, hooked up with Michelle and Doug. Um, and uh, it, it, it just, it, I may just want to head on it, maybe a bit of a shameless plug, but I know we've been uh, not, not really working with Michelle and Doug, but um, a lot of our Simple Girl clients have been uh, utilizing them. Uh, so we're in the process of creating some specialized master sales forms for our simple growth automations that will actually streamline um, a virtual assistant like like Michelle's pink collar. So uh, it's going to start buying back some of the time that, that they're going to have to charge you for, but it'll, it'll, re it'll basically automate a bunch of the repetitive tasks that they would have to do manually. So you're going to have more of a return on investment for you. So uh, nothing in concrete yet, but it's something we're trying to develop. So if you're trying to utilize a product like this, uh, we can help you start utilizing SA features such as automations right alongside VA and create consistent workflow. So uh, Michelle, Doug, absolutely stoked about what you guys are doing in this ecosystem. Uh, well, obviously the three of us are gonna keep an eye on the, um, the screen here, whether it's live or recorded. And next week we got Sean Adams, one of the certified advisors coming up. Uh, we're gonna be talking business consulting services, what to do, look out when you're looking for a professional consultant in business, to go out and scale your business, as well as Sean's vast experience um, in the service industry. So another great resource service autopilots bringing together certified advisors. Uh, Michelle and Doug may or may not be looking to uh, get in that ecosystem sooner or later upon some approval. So excited to uh, prematurely see that as well. Um, but if you, you're interested in virtual assistants, maybe you're not ready to pull the trigger, but Michelle and Doug probably can at least point you in the right direction. The things you need to ask and be looking for when you're ready to make that jump. So Michelle, Doug, really appreciate it. Um, any closing thoughts before we close this up? Uh, just that Doug and I are in the freedom business. Um, that's kind of our is to create freedom, not only for ourselves, but for other small businesses. And so, you know, if you really like that as a goal and you want to be free um, to fulfill your role as either a wife and a, a, a father, all of those things are really what we're after. We're really after a good quality of life for our customers, um, for our clients, and for their staff. So that's really kind of our corporate culture is based on freedom. And we feel like if we can be efficient during the day, then we can have a lot of free time to spend our 
loved ones, which is really what we're all here for. Good stuff. I know we, uh, we're trying to empower entrepreneurs to take their life back into business. So uh, definitely some synergy there. So hopefully uh, if it's good with you guys, we definitely want to get you back at a later time to uh, dive in a little bit deeper about VAs and all the things you guys can offer for best practice when you go out to look for a VA. Um, so Mike Callahan from New York, uh, Doug and Michelle from the Metro DC area. We'll see you next week with Sean Adams and look out. We're going to be announcing uh, another special guest two weeks from now or possibly three weeks from now, Mark J. Kohler. He's a CPA and a lawyer all at the same time. And he's probably the only guy I've ever met that makes tax planning and estate planning and everything else in between sexy. Usually it puts me to sleep. This guy's a rock star. Check it out. Michelle, Doug, we'll see you later. Appreciate it. Bye. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Mike. If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an Estimator chatbot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.